Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Secret Habits of the Successful Podcast, aka the Shots Podcast, where we believe habits are the keys to success, as we are all simply products of the habits that we choose to utilize in our lives. Now, this is a podcast where we talk to someone that's experienced success and diagnose the one habit that they believe has had the biggest impact on their lives. Then you have a choice of putting this habit into your own life and hopefully changing it for the better. It's also the podcast where we live by the name of the podcast and take shots while we're interviewing these successful Ooh. people. And today we're drinking, uh, what's it called? What Buffalo, are we drinking? Um, yeah, why are we drinking this for one, Adam? And Because uh, I saw it on a, uh, I heard about it on another podcast, Whiskey Ginger. So I wanted to try it out and it's yeah. not that good. <laughs> What do you think about it so far? Uh, kind of nasty. <laughs> not, not a huge whiskey guy. Not too nasty to not drink, but not good, I would say. I'm mixing it with some uh, Zevia root beer, which is my go-to uh, hop drink because it's got no sugar in it and whatnot. But, yeah, it's not um, taste-wise hitting the spot. I'm not a big whiskey guy, I don't think. Last week we were doing some... Vodka and root beer, and uh, I was having better luck with that. Yeah, that takes it out a whole lot better. I think I'm just going to end up taking some actual shots with this, so I can just get it down so the pilot doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah. So Adam booked uh, today's guest on the podcast, our successful person that's going to share his habit that we have no idea what he's going to share. We haven't done the interview yet. We're going to be doing it in about 10 minutes. Um, but I literally have no idea who this guy is. Um, Adam uh, really loves following this guy on Instagram. Uh, so Adam, we'll, you know, who is he that you know of? And um, why did you want him on the podcast? Well, um, this is uh, who we're going to have on is Andrew uh, Klasnik. I think that's how you spell his last name or say his last name. He's an author of um, All in Skin. It's a new book that he just released um, uh, at least a month ago. I mean, probably within the month. So it's, it's a really good book. It's um, really informational on your uh, skin and what it talks about. Everything has helped me so far. I have not finished the book yet because, you know, just time has been a little busy. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a great author. And uh, I, I just figured out he started doing acting or he's an actor. So, um, yeah, I'm actually really excited to talk to him and learn more about what he's uh, got going on in his life. Cool, cool. So, before we get jump right into the podcast, let's talk about the product that's allowing us to do this podcast, which is the habit that's affected my life in the biggest way, which was finally learning the art. I like the art. That's a different way to put it. The art of waking up early. I like that. And... For years, I struggled through waking up early. I just did it because I knew all successful people were doing it. I knew it was something that I needed to do. But after a while, I just realized, like, why does this suck so bad and why isn't there a solution? So we spent years coming up with a solution. And finally, uh, we came through with the breakthrough discovery um, that is Club Early Bird. So to find out what this is, um, and there's an awesome video on our website, at least when we fully launched, which by the time you listen to this will probably be fully launched. The video reveals the three secrets to waking up early and 
watch that video and you will understand exactly what early bird is all about and what it can do for you. So go to clubearlybird.com. So Adam, do you remember how to spell clubearlybird.com today? <laughs> yeah, last, I just want everyone to know that end of the last podcast, um, yeah, I got pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> I, according to you, I fell asleep everywhere we went. Yeah, yeah. After the podcast, it was uh, I was I turned into a, a podcaster. I was a podcaster, and I turned into a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Pay for you to... Yeah, <laughs> that is the uh, you know the point of the podcast. This is the shots podcast, and we are not going to stop taking shots until we have to. Until uh, I literally can't move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I can't early well, <laughs> we'll take a little bit of less shots today, but we will still be taking shots. And you know what? It's no pretty promises. cool interviewing successful people while taking shots. It's definitely a unique experience. So what was the person we're having on the podcast today? His name is Andrew Klasnik. It's C, or I'm sorry, it's K-L-A-S-N-I-C. Gotcha. So we're really happy. So on today's audio explosion we're having andrew plasnick in the podcast so glad he's joining us i'm sure he's an awesome dude and you guys are going to really get a lot out of this so let's get to the intro so here's the question what one habit do you believe has had the biggest impact on your life from successful people of all walks of life we hear their answer. We dig, we prod until we fully understand their secret habit. And then you have the option of putting this habit into your own life and changing it for the better. I'm Chucky Gregory, and this is the Shots Podcast. Hello, all. Welcome to the Secret Habits of the Successful Podcast a.k.a. the SHOTS Podcast. Uh, it's the SHOTS Podcast because it stands for Secret Habits of the Successful, but also because we're taking shots. And today, we have Andrew on the podcast. And do you have his uh, Instagram for everybody? Yeah, it's um, K-L-A-Z-Z-A-C-T. Class Attack? Is that right, Andrew? It's Class Act. Class Act. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm, I like yes, that. Sir. He's a class act. <laughs> Try to be. <laughs> so to start, we'd like to give you, Andrew, the opportunity to brag about yourself. So just spend as much time as you want, just kind of saying how awesome you are, the accomplishments that you've had, what you're currently up to, and uh, don't feel any type of conceit or anything. Just let it all out. All right. Sounds good. Well, my name's Andrew Klasnik. I am 27, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I am an actor who has been on shows such as Nickelodeon's Henry Danger, uh, made an appearance on Modern Family, and most recently I was on three episodes of True TV's Laugh Tracks series, which is like a sketch comedy show turned into basically a live action to recreate their jokes. Um, so I've been acting since I was about four years old. I am now also an author. I just released my book, All in Skin, which basically is a book uh, showing my journey of how I beat eczema and psoriasis and how I healed from that. And now I'm trying to share my story to help others heal from it too. 
Um, and I'm also a coach. I'm getting into the coaching business for the people that need more help than just the book. I am open to coaching people with an eight-week course that I am actually setting up right now to help people really get deep into it and heal from that stuff. Uh, other than that, I have a wonderful fiance that I'm getting married to next October 2020. Uh, great family, and uh, yeah, I think that uh, about sums me up. I like to think that I'm an ex-athlete, but uh, I played high school sports, and I don't really play too much anymore. But yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. So, hey, congratulations on your um, to be married. That's uh, Thank really you. exciting, man. Uh, Thank I you. I have a question well, about your uh, your book, All in Skin. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you, would you would you give us some um, ideas of how you uh, cured your eczema in course, right? Yeah, absolutely. So in All in Skin, I just kind of tell about how I did it, what I went through before I was finally like, I can't handle this anymore. I really need to get rid of it. Um, and so I basically tell the journey of how that happened, but... I, uh, I've been struggling with skin stuff since I was a kid. I uh, had so I had uh, eczema as a child, and then I had cystic acne as a teen, which left real good scarring all over my face until pretty recently. Um, and then you know, after your teenage years, you always think, "Cool, I'm done with these skin phases, right?" Because it's hormones. But uh, unfortunately for me, and for a lot of people in the world, uh, you don't stop dealing with the stuff, and skin issues are starting to get a lot worse because of a lot of the stuff that's in the foods and you know air quality stuff like that. But so when I turned 25, I actually got a nice birthday present of uh, eczema and psoriasis all over my face, my scalp, my neck, my eyelids, uh, behind my ears, on my armpits, you name it. And uh, I was just like, I cannot have this happening as an actor. I was living in Los Angeles at the time, um, and I lived there for seven years professionally going after acting. And you, it just, you can't. You know you're trying to be a pretty person. You're trying to be someone who wants their face on TV, and no one really wants to watch that on TV. So I figured I needed to change something. I read probably about 15 books before I found a Medical Medium which if you don't know who that is, look him up. He's all over the Internet now. Yeah, he's um, – he is – yeah, he is great. And he's just, he's just someone who's out there to try and actually help people rather than like – he's not funded by anything. So he's just a real good guy, and I've gotten to – you know, he's, he's really hard to get in touch with, but he's reposted a lot of my stuff, my skin transformation. But to get to your question – sorry, I'm very long-winded um, – what I did, a lot of the things that I did was what Medical Medium uh, talks about. He talks about celery juicing in the morning, just pure celery juice. You just juice it um, either in a juicer or a blender. Um, I personally like to use a juicer because it's much easier, easier cleanup, and much quicker to get the juice. Um, so you juice one bunch of celery juice every morning on an empty stomach or 20 minutes after you drink fresh-squeezed lemon water. And what that does is basically you heal from the inside out. So I took his principles, basically using his celery juice, which is the base of the healing, uh, drinking his heavy metal detox smoothies, as well as changing up a lot of my, like, mindset habits, my lifestyle habits, my routine. And that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg of how I healed. So. Awesome. Uh, so you guys, you didn't use um, any lotions or, uh, like, uh, let's say, like, uh, shea butter or anything like that on, on top of the eczema or psoriasis? Yes, yeah, so a lot of the stuff, a lot of the healing is going to be from the inside out, but you do have to definitely make sure the stuff that you are putting on your skin and on your body 
is going to be healthy for you as well. You see a lot of the like products out there these days have a lot of chemicals in them or things that are manufactured. And for me, actually, the more natural I went with it, the better my skin reacted to it. So I had this, you know, change over to different toothpaste, different deodorant, different shampoos, different soaps. Um, and lotion-wise and stuff like that, I stopped using lotion and stuff. I started using, which is going to sound crazy, uh, just fresh aloe leaf on my skin. And basically what you do is, you know those big leaves, they look, you, you see little aloe plants in houses and stuff, but at the, like, health food stores, you can buy a big fresh aloe leaf that's about a foot, foot and a half long. And you cut off a little piece of that and cut off where the nice, like, jelly stuff is, and you rub that on your skin where you have eczema and psoriasis, and it's actually really soothing, really healthy for your skin. And for me, I found that that's what kept my skin the calmest during flare-ups and stuff. Awesome. So, um, so what pretty much what you're saying is uh, most healing from the inside out would be based on uh, just kind of fixing your gut flora, right? With, uh, you know, juicing and putting, like, probiotics. Would you take probiotics? Or so I used to. Um, to answer your first question, yeah, a lot of the stuff is going to be healing, you know, what uh, your liver, because your liver can get clogged up from a lot of the, you know, just all the toxins that you breathe, the toxins that you drink, if you've had, you know, taken antibiotics uh, from being a child, if you've had, you know, used like topical steroids and stuff, like even just cortisone, and even any of the foods that you eat, like for me, I grew up being the most terrible eater. I love, still do, love Taco Bell, but I do not eat it as much. But, I mean, I was a sucker for the $5 box. I know we all have been at some point in our life. But, you know, the more stuff that you eat that's processed and stuff that bothers you, a lot of the, there's a lot of things that he says to avoid, like dairy, soy, corn, gluten. Oh, yeah. Um, things like that. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with you. I actually uh, have my own book coming out of, Oh, excellent. So that's actually how I figured out about you is uh, just doing basic research on medical uh, mediums, reading his stuff. And, uh, what was his book called? Uh, liver Rescue, I believe? Yeah, he's had four of them now. He's got uh, yeah. Medical Medium, he's got Liver Rescue, Thyroid Healing, and Life-Changing yeah. Foods. Yeah. Yeah, Liver Rescue is the one that I actually purchased and read. That's a great uh-huh. book. And um, I kind of used I, I did, I, a lot of the research from my book that came from a lot of his research. Hey man, you're you're just spreading the good spreading the good word of uh, actually helping people heal. So that's really good oh, to yeah. hear. Yeah, mine's just a basic step for beginners that like, you know, just like give them a little bit of uh, idea. It's not it's, it's more of like a step by step guide instead of yeah. Like it's, it's an ebook, so it's really short. That's great. That's what people want to hear. People want steps that they can start moving in the right direction. So if you want to continue, awesome. Jeff, continue yep. <laughs> that was a great intro. So. As always, we have no idea what Andrew's habit is, so but we will try to guess it with three simple questions. We're not very good at guessing, so don't don't hold your breath. But <laughs> is this uh this habit that you chose a daily, weekly, a monthly habit, a yearly habit? Uh, so the habit that I chose, which uh, Adam might be surprised, um, is a daily one. So and it might not be the one you think, but yes, it's a daily one. Gotcha. And now we find that almost all habits are either in one of the three major niches, which is health, wealth, or relationships. Is there one that it's most leaning towards? Hmm. I like to think that it's definitely overall health, um, but leaning towards trying to help myself accumulate more wealth. 
Gotcha. Okay. So health, but can lead to wealth. Mm-hmm. All right. And, you know, what? If this is a daily habit, so what time of day do you typically do this habit, or is it even a habit that you usually do at a set time? Uh, when, I, when my days are going perfect, how exactly how I want them, I definitely do it right as I wake up. Gotcha. So something that you wake up and do daily that's in the health niche that leads to wealth. Hmm. Adam, you got any idea here? I'm going to start with uh, drink a glass of water with lemon. Oh, that's an interesting guess. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with the same guess I had on the last podcast, and maybe one day I'll get it right is maybe like a morning jog. Are we wrong? We're probably wrong. So, uh, lemon water's close. A morning jog, I do like to work out. Uh, I do like to work out in the morning, but it's... So, the lemon water and this are both... This is during the lemon water while I'm waiting to uh, drink my celery juice. Okay, gotcha. So, you know, uh, Adam, you want to give me a little drum roll? Yep, one second. (laughs) Into a real one eventually. Uh, Andrew, what is your secret habit for success? So, my secret habit for success is definitely reading a personal development book every morning. Nice. Oh, that's interesting. So, you read in the morning because I've heard of people, you know, reading at night because it helps them, you know, get ready for bed and whatnot and mm-hmm. self development purpose. But reading in the morning, that is interesting. Is there a reason you do it in the morning? Yes. So for me in the morning, um, I like to start my day off on the right foot. I know that it's very easy in this day and age to just pick up your phone and look at Instagram or to think about all the the things that you have to do today that might make you worry. Um, So for me, I believe that filling my mind with something positive in the morning or some kind of positive strategy, currently I'm reading The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins, and I'm almost finished with it. Um, but basically having a strategy or something that just tells you, like, hey, whatever it is you're going to attack today, like, you can do it, and here's something that might give you a little boost of confidence to do that. Awesome. Um, so in the morning, how long would you uh, take out, take the time to uh, read? You said you wait 20 minutes after you drink your lemon water. Is that the whole 20 minutes you read? That's correct. Yeah. So usually, yeah, lemon water to celery juice is about 20 minutes just so you can let each one kind of have its 15 minutes, 20 minutes of fame kind of thing to uh, work its magic in your system. Um, but I think 20 minutes for me is a great time to sit down and read. I can usually knock out about 10 pages of a decent book. And uh, if I can get a good 10 pages of self-help, personal development a day, I definitely can tell that my days are much more productive and on a much better uh, mindset. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, now, the 5-Second Rule, I've definitely heard a lot of good things about it. What, what have you picked up from that book that you know kind of helped you the most? I think with the 5-Second Rule, it's really just uh, about stopping stopping all the negativity and stuff in your head that's stopping you from doing to taking action. Because, you know, the longer that we wait and think about doing something, the less we'll probably do it because of the more 
fear that we'll induce into ourselves of, oh, am I capable? Oh, am I a good enough actor for this audition? Oh, am I, you know, am I a capable enough author to write a book to give to people? Um, you know, so I think she says basically the less time you spend thinking about something that will stop you from doing something, it gives you more courage and it helps you take more initiative into taking action. And I think overall that helps you uh, knock out your goals and get closer to your dreams. So I agree. That's that's one of the things that really separates successful people from not successful people is just the ability to actually take the action. Everybody usually has the thoughts and the ideas and whatnot. But people that actually take the action on those ideas that, you know, take the next step. Oh, yeah. The action is the scariest part. I mean, you know, having to make the phone call to somebody you don't know or to put out a book when someone you're like, someone's going to tell me my book sucks, but someone's going to tell me my book's awesome, you know, so – and also just not getting too high and too low on whatever does happen and not really caring about what other people think, just knowing that what you're doing is right for you, then the action that you're taking is going to be beneficial to your life. Gotcha. Now, how long have you been doing this? So the self-help reading, uh, I probably picked up when I read a little, I read a little bit of self-help in high school. My parents were very much about it. Um, but I didn't like forced reading, like school reading. You know, they'd make you do summer reading and stuff like that. That was not my jam. Um, but I think when I moved to Los Angeles as a 19-year-old in a giant city, uh, I and being away from my family, I feel like I needed to just keep my mind fueled and keep myself grounded and know that there's a reason that I moved out there to be an actor, but also that I have something to give and show to the world, and I just needed to keep those strategies and that you know, positivity fresh in my mind at all times. Yeah, I and, definitely agree with that. Um, do you have any um, big movie rules or anything coming up? Uh, so I've been auditioning for everything in Atlanta. I mean, you name it, Netflix shows, CW shows, commercials. So nothing uh, too crazy in the works. I had, I just had a, two callbacks this week, so you just never, you really never know with the acting, and that's one of the reasons that I started to kind of branch out into doing more things on my own. I do a lot of Instagram lives, and I wrote the book and doing the coaching, because with the acting, you're waiting for someone to pick you. You can practice and do as much as you can, be the best actor you can be, and then not look the part because someone else looked more of the part, and then you don't get it. So for me, it's just always putting your best foot forward in those auditions, in those tapes, continually to uh, continually being better at your craft by studying, going to class, working with coaches. But other than that, I just, you know, I, I'm hopeful and I pray that, you know, something, something hits. But at the moment, just six auditions this week. So who knows? The more auditions you get, the better your chances get, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. That's an interesting uh, line of work. I've always expected uh, acting. It's it's no joke. It's uh you hear you hear a lot more no than you hear yes, but <laughs> yeah. So how did you stumble on, you know, the morning self reading and you know what made it something that you consistently did and put in your life? Uh I know both my parents my both my parents I know I mentioned them earlier, they did a lot of self help reading. Um my dad was definitely a big reader in the morning, and they're two of very, uh, very, very um, influential people in my life. I'm still very close to them to this day. But having them do that and seeing the effects that it had on their mindset and the way that they carried themselves, and then realizing that some of, you know, these people writing these books have done what you want to do, or they're further along in life, so why not try to start your day with people that 
you know are going to get you somewhere further rather than just thinking that you can figure it all out by yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. I respect that. I definitely, um, I read more towards the night or about 20 minutes before I actually go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely see the benefits of how, like, when I wake up and it's just uh, the mood, how it generates my mood and, like, how productive I think when I'm actually, like, reading and mm-hmm. learning something before I go to bed. Oh, 100%. I totally agree with that. Like, I want to see how it's, like, the same with uh, the morning. I'm, I think after this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to switch it up and read in the morning and see how the difference is. Why not? Why not do both? <laughs> if you have the time, you know. The more oh, yeah, self operating you can do, the better, right? <laughs> well, at, and then take the action. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people like do all this self operating or go to the Tony Robbins or the Russell Brunson stuff and just never end up taking action on you know what they're saying. So yeah. Oh Read yeah. About you it, learn about it. Yep, you get on that high, and then you forget about it, and then you go back to whatever you weren't doing, so. Exactly. <laughs> all about the action. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried uh, journaling in the morning or um, at night? So, I'm not a big journaler. I would like to get into more journaling and meditation, just because I definitely can see the busier that I get, the more uh, my mind starts to get, like, get a little, get not more worrisome, but, you know, you start to think about, oh, the more I get out there with the acting and the book and all that, the more responsibility I'm going to have. So I think journaling and meditating are definitely going to be something that I'm going to be more consistent with. Not to say I haven't ever done it, but I would like to be better about that. I think the combination of reading some kind of something like Five Second Rule or some kind of self-help book and then journaling could be an awesome combination. It's nothing, something that I haven't tried, but... I can see mm-hmm. that as really oh, yeah. something that would set you up and put you in the right mood to start the day. Absolutely. I just have terrible handwriting, so I'll probably just have to probably just have to type it or something because sometimes I'll read my handwriting and be like, what did yeah. I say? Yeah. <laughs> you got to let that fear go, man. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I'm, that's just an excuse. <laughs> yeah. So with, with this self-help reading in the morning, what are the main benefits that you see? And you know, were these benefits something that you immediately saw? Or do they take hab- or take time to form and, you know, how much time, if so? Yeah, depending on the book, um, you definitely see some immediate gratification out of it of just the overall mood change or feeling, feeling ready to conquer the world um, when you wake up rather than being like, oh, boy, I got so much to do today, you know, Eeyore style. But uh, I definitely see that when I read something that's like that I can apply instantly, it changes the whole day for me because I'm just jazzed up. I'll get to the gym. I'll eat healthy. I'll work on the things that I have on my task and to-do list. Um, I find myself posting more positive messages on Instagram Live or Instagram Post, um, and I just find myself in an overall better mood. And then I think, you know, overall, you look at your life, the more you do that reading and the better it affects your days. Like Gary Vee says, like the micro versus the macro. If you, in the micro, are doing all the things that you know you should be doing, uh, you see in the macro that you're getting way more accomplished in your life than you would be if you were just kind of fussing around and being like, oh, well, yeah, I went to work today. Maybe I'll go to the gym once this week, da-da-da, you know. But I've been in both places, and I definitely like where I'm at now opposed to when I wasn't doing the work. Yeah, I uh, I firmly believe in uh, every day you should uh, – yeah, I do journals every morning. Mm-hmm. So um, how I do it is – if you ever do tune in to the last podcast that we did, or two podcasts ago, what I do is uh, I write down five things 
that I want to do uh, mm-hmm. to get to my main goal of like the year, the five-year plan, or you know, it's pretty much just a, a one single achievement. And I just type five things or write five things that I want to get done today. Mm-hmm. That will help me further get to that goal. And I, I lastly, love. Oh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I love that. That's great. I mean, that's such a good habit to get into. Hey, that's what we're all about here, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. So, so for those that are saying, you know, hell yeah, Andrew, I want to start doing this habit. Uh, is there anything that they need to start this habit, or is there any other advice that you have that could help them be able to easily do this? I just think it's uh really, you know, really figuring out with yourself. Like, what do you want to do? Like, not, you're not, it doesn't have to necessarily be with your life. It can be, like, with this month. It could be the year. It could be this week. But, like, what is it that is something like your passion? What is the purpose that you have? If you can find that, I think once you realize what it is that you're trying to go after, I know for me it's, it's acting. It's, you know, being a positive influence in the world and also being able to help people heal from, heal from their skin is what's something that, has recently come up. I didn't know that that was going to be something that was a passion of mine, but after seeing how many people that it's helped and affected in a positive way, I just know that once you find uh, something that really fuels you, you'll do the work and you'll you'll make the time. So I know that with like the morning reading, giving yourself even just an extra 10 minutes in the morning to not rush and to fit in something positive will change the overall outlook of your day. And so I just think... Maybe if you go to bed a few minutes earlier, wake up a few minutes earlier, it can really, it sounds dumb, but it can change a lot for you in the overall grand scheme of what you're trying to accomplish. So just out of curiosity, when do you uh, start your day? When do you wake up and get to this reading? So uh, currently I work evenings, so sometimes it is harder for me to wake up early. I've never been an early bird. Um, I would like to get better about it. I think when I'm done with the uh, hustling restaurant life that I currently work in to pay the bills while I figure uh, the rest of this uh, book thing out. Um, It's one of those things that I try and give myself enough sleep because it's very important to get the uh, proper amount of rest when you're healing from uh, internal and external issues like eczema, psoriasis, all that. Um, So I definitely try to get a good seven hours of sleep. So if I happen to come back from work at 3 in the morning, well, I'll wake. I'll try and wake up before 10 because 10 is just a tough – you're just all the way groggy at that point. But I try – the days that I can, I try to wake up 8 or earlier um, just since I am not a typical 9 to 5-er. Um, but I just try to give myself enough time. If I work at 4, then I want to have at least that 7 to 8-hour section of my day before work that I can work on me because – your work doesn't define you, you know. It can be what pays your bills. It can be what helps you to move along into your side hustle that you want to turn into your real hustle. But if you're not hustling on your side hustle outside of your bill-paying job, you're never going to make it. So I just know if I can give myself enough time to work on me, then I'm fulfilled and satisfied when I go somewhere to work for somebody else for this next little while that I know that's only temporary. Hell yeah, dude. I 100% agree with that. That's exactly my same uh, mindset as of right now. You just you got to be able to pay the bills, and then whatever's your side hustle, any free time you have besides family, you have to put in work. Yeah. Your time. And there's so, nothing there's nothing wrong with you know having 
a day job that helps to get you to your side hustle becoming a reality. If your side hustle is not making you any money, it's not smart to just work on that and then go into thousands of dollars of debt. You know, but if you can have a side hustle that fulfills your bank account and you can fulfill yourself by working in that extra time, then you're doing it right and it's all going to work out for you in the in the time that it's supposed to. 100% agree with that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So at night, do you have a specific you know nighttime routine that winds you down? Uh, that's one of the things that I've been trying to figure out is a good you know routine to kind of wind down at night because I feel like I got my morning routine nailed down. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to figure out my nighttime routine. So do you do anything that kind of gets you ready for bed or gets you in that sleepy time mindset? Yeah, I definitely uh, do not do caffeine after like four o'clock because my body is I'm with the skin issues that I have and issues I've had migraines my whole life too. My body's very sensitive to a lot of things, so I know that I can have caffeine at certain hours, uh, but I don't do caffeine, don't do any, like, lots of, like, processed sugars or anything after, like, four or five, because um, that's a lot of the stuff that'll keep your your system, your mind running, The one of those things that, you know, you're physically tired and then you can't fall asleep because your mind's going a million miles per hour. So I definitely cut out anything that's going to be something that's going to keep my mind awake when I don't want it to be. Um, I definitely like to, I know for some people they like to like their, uh, you know, shower and stuff in the morning to wake themselves up. I always feel that a shower relaxes me. So I'm a, definitely a guy that I don't like to go to sleep dirty. I know that might sound bougie or whatever, but oh yeah, I, uh, so I like to feel clean and I feel relaxed when I'm clean, ready to go to sleep. And then just, you know, knowing that if I had a day where I accomplished a lot of my checklist then I'm super ready, then I'm fulfilled, then I can go to sleep. And if I didn't, I write down and try and game plan my day tomorrow so I feel like I'm going to sleep with a plan and I don't have to think about it in the morning. I can just look and be like, okay, cool, I'm rested, and now I can attack the day. Yeah, I def- hey, man, that's definitely uh, that's good advice. Have you ever tried uh, taking like a, hip, uh, a dead sea salt bath or anything like that to help your eczema? Uh, so I definitely, um, am big on like, uh, taking magnesium and like a magnesium. Yeah. It's like Epsom salt. It's like, I think it's some form of magnesium, right? Um, so yeah, I'm definitely, I like to take them. I wish I could take more. I'm being six one and having an apartment sized, uh, tub is not always the most comfortable. Um, <laughs> magnesium Epsom salt. Yeah, that's that's good because yeah, I'm like it's not a it's not fun when you know only your either your bottom half or your top half is in the is in the tub. So I would like to more comfortably take more of those because it's definitely good for you. I mean, I I've felt the benefits just like especially with muscles relaxing and you know for your skin it, it's definitely nice and soothing. But I uh, probably when I have a more spacious place to do it, I will do that more. <laughs> Yeah, because that's, that's where I've seen the most um, benefits for me and helping my ex Because kind of like you, just uh, went, right when I turned 22, mm-hmm. I had a huge outbreak of uh, eczema, a flare-up, on mm-hmm. my left leg. And it started at my ankle and then spread all the way up to my knee, down on my, uh, on my, uh, back of my, on my tricep area. And then, uh-huh. yeah, it was nasty. So I, could, I started just doing baths and um, just cleaning up my diet a little. And then I just... It's crazy because I started using this uh, expanded cream 
that my girlfriend actually recommended to me. And I checked it in. There's no, uh, there's no real problems with it. There's no harsh chemicals or anything. But it, uh-huh. it, it is an all-natural thing. Yeah. But but it definitely it's helped me. My ex was completely on almost to the to where it's just kind of like a kind of like a star. Yeah, I that's. It's always, uh, you know, like for, I always tell people too, like with eggs with psoriasis, like I'm going to show you what worked for me, but what worked for me is not always going to be the same thing that worked for you. And if there's stuff that doesn't bother you as much as it bothered me, because everything bothers me, um, then, you know, go for it if it works for you. Um, so, like, I I totally feel you. Whatever's working, you know, you just keep keep on going. And sorry about the fire trucks behind me. Um <laughs> But, uh, and yeah, so you, because you just, at the end of the day, you want to be happy. You don't want to be depressed about your eczema and psoriasis. And you don't want to let it stop you from doing anything that you want to do. Yeah, that's all. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I actually had a question about your diet with eczema. So do you actually, uh, do, do you eat meat or are you um, strictly, you know, like kind of like vegetarian or uh, vegan yeah. or whatever? So I... I have found that the less fat intake that you have in your diet, the less flare-ups, or for me specifically, like the less flare-ups that I'll see. Um, and meat, you know, even though like there's protein and stuff in it, meat can definitely have more fat in it than you would typically want if you're struggling with that. Um, I'm definitely not vegan. My fiance is plant-based. I eat a lot more plant-based than I used to, but I probably consume chicken uh, two or three times a week. Occasionally, one of those times will be uh, red meat, but I just uh, have found that with my skin being better, when I, the less I eat it, then I'll just consume it when it's, when it's properly prepared and when it's uh, an option that it's like, okay, I can go to Chipotle right now and I'm not going to be satisfied with just beans and rice, so I'm going to throw some chicken in there. But I definitely avoid dairy and all that. Like, I don't eat that ever anymore, so. So have you ever tried doing a sensitivity test or anything like that? Or, and do you believe in the keto diet? So So, I just want to know how you feel about the keto diet. So first question with the sensitivity test, yes, I've taken it. Um, It's kind of crazy because before, I took it before I did a lot of the medical medium cleansing, and it was a lot of stuff that, I now can consume, like it said that I was allergic to like blackberries and onions, and now I eat blackberries all the time. I mean, not blackberries, I eat onions all the time, like with stir fries and stuff, um, and it doesn't bother me one bit, but I avoided it while I was healing. Um, so I'm not too sure of the, you know, accuracy of some of the sensitivity tests. I know there's probably some that are better than others. Um, yeah, and then to answer your other question with keto, um, I probably... I probably side more with medical medium on the one where he just, for him, it's more about avoiding the fats. And with keto, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a lot of, like, you can eat a lot of meat. Like, Yeah, keto, eat, keto, keto really is all about the fats. It's about making your diet almost all fat and lower in carbs. And, and a lot of people associate with lower than carbs, but really it's, also about being lower in protein as well, because um, yeah. just lower in carbs is just an Atkins diet. But right, you know, right, right. Yeah, in- I uh, I definitely don't do a lot of fat, so I probably wouldn't be a big keto advocate. But you know, like I said, if something's working for somebody, I'm never going to be somebody to bash somebody that's got something going good for them. But for me personally, I probably wouldn't prescribe to it just because I avoid 
fat to when my flare ups are at their least. Yeah, see, that's a, that's where I've seen the most benefit is actually lowering my carb intake and uh-huh. actually um, eating not I wouldn't say more fats but just uh, less sugar. So I do eat fruits and stuff like I'll eat celery and um, watermelon and I eat a lot of melons actually. But uh, cutting out certain fruit because I haven't yet done the sensitivity test. But I haven't found one that I really trust yet. I'm trying to find, you know, still doing my research on what, which one's more accurate. What you're actually saying, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy out there about how they don't actually, uh, they can't really, a lot of them aren't accurate for uh, right. what you actually uh, are sensitive to. Mm-hmm. And they kind of bullshit on the, uh, what you're deficient in on vitamins. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to do my research on which ones are best. Which one did you use? I mean, to be honest, I just, like, I looked up one online. I couldn't even tell you at this point because I did it about two and a half, maybe two oh, years ago. Okay. Um, but I just did, I did a hair test. So I know there's, like, you can do hair or you can do, like, the spit sample or something like that. Um, there's plenty of different ways. Um, I'd probably like to try it again in a different form other than the way that I did it. But for now, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling good. Um I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing, and if something pops up, maybe I'll try it again later in life. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, because I'm only 23, so I've really only been going in deep into, like, uh, my body for one year since it happened when I was 22, yeah. my flare-up happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I was just, you know, trying to get a little bit more. And but I definitely agree. The one reason I would say that I'm hesitant to kind of recommend the sensitivity test is because I've done two of them. I've done a hair one and a blood one. And I feel like if if they were really accurate, they should come back pretty similar. Right, right, right. Yeah. Similar, and they came back pretty drastically different. And so, that's exactly why I had uh, skeptical um, beliefs. Yeah. So I mean, I think they're I think they're good to do, but I wouldn't just live by the results. I would kind of test it out. You know, if it says like mine said, I would have a sensitivity to peanuts. Not necessarily cut out peanuts, but kind of just watch your intake on them and kind of experiment with, you know, whatever it says you're uh, sensitive to. Yeah. But uh, so, so Andrew, you seem like a man of uh, many, many good habits. But I always have to ask: Do you have any bad habits? Oh, of course. You know, we all we all have our bad habits. We all have things that we try not to show on, you know, our our social media life, but. I try to keep it real with people. I don't. I'm definitely not the perfect person. I uh, I will definitely slip up here and there with my diet. I do that less and less these days because I can see the effects of not doing that. Um, but I think one of my big, I guess it's not like the worst habit, but when I get stressed, instead of I guess like sitting down and wanting to attack exactly what it is that's stressing me out, one of my habits that I've had probably since middle school is if something's stressing me out, I'll go and take a nap, come back in like 30 minutes and be like, okay, now let me try it with a, it could be a groggier mind or a clearer mind, but let me attack it after I do something that's comfortable to me. So definitely uh, reverting to comfort sometimes in the, in the face of something that's freaking me out. Um, I would say that could be a bad habit. And then there are definitely times where I can revert to being lazy occasionally with, you know, say you had a couple good workouts in a row and you're like, I could take a day off and then a day off turns into a week off and you're like, oh man, I probably should get back to the gym or to 
writing my book or to practicing on some scripts, you know. So it's uh, it can definitely be because I'm a very a person that can get very content very easily. I've been happy my whole life. I, there's times that'll make me upset. Everyone goes through it, but I'm very easily amused, I guess you could say. So I can sit and watch a football game for four hours and be like, cool. Or I can, you know, attack something and, you know, work on something for a couple hours and be like, cool, that was great. Um, so I think sometimes I, I could use a little more of a kick in the butt of like, hey, give yourself this deadline so you'll do it instead of going and taking that nap today, you know. Yeah, I definitely uh, I understand what you're coming from. I actually, I see how you, you can see how uh, taking that 30-minute nap is uh, kind of a bad habit. But I would actually disagree because uh, – that actually, it, it actually, uh, you can focus more on um, what is actually the problem at hand when you can step back and get into a better place of mind. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's, I think maybe to expand on a little bit, it could become a bad habit when I do, do it. Every time. Yeah, if I do it every time and then take make the nap more than like thirty minutes and like you know you know there's. We all we've all experienced the pass out and wake up and you think it's a different day kind of nap. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. yeah. those are definitely the bad habit naps. But yeah, the the like yeah, exactly. Yeah, hiding from your problems. Whereas like a good twenty minute nap, you're not taking up much time in your day. Like you waste more time on Instagram than that. And like oh, yeah. it can it can regenerate it can restart your whole day and get you on a a better like headspace than you had before you did. So yeah, I definitely it depends not... on the reason you're taking the nap. Is, right. it, is it really because you need it, or is it because you're just avoiding, you know, acting on something? And it just depends on the nap for that answer for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you said you take a sometimes you take a week from uh, actually doing like acting or anything, is that what you said? Yeah, so, okay. for example, I uh, – what, what did I do? I released my book uh, Friday last week, right? And after that, I hit that – I hit the goal. I hit the goal that I've been going after for, like, six months of writing and trying to produce the book and get content out and get it out there. You did and then, by the way, man. I love the book. Thank you. I appreciate that so, so much. Far, That's, so far, I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. My schedule has been a little hectic, but – it I is, I've been enjoying it, man. It's been a nightly read. I appreciate that. That that really does make it feel good that, you know, getting it out there and have, not having it just be every terrible review. Like, I've gotten a lot of good people, good reviews, so I'm excited about that. Um, but so, like, the next, like, three or four days after that, I was just kind of burnt out. And so I was just like, you know what? Let me take a day to just take a break. I went paddle boarding. Um, I love paddle boarding. It's a, nice, it's a fun hobby of mine. Um, but that day turned into four days because the next step is what scared me what to do. So it's, I think when I say like, yeah, I'll turn a one day into a week, you know, it's, it's, what do I mean by that is when you're, when I'm not ready for the next step sometimes, or I'm just like feeling the fear of that or not having enough courage to do it. That's when I'll get in that habit of like reverting back to, oh, I could take a couple days off where it's really, that's what we said. It's kind of like hiding from whatever the task you have yeah. to face. So what's something that you use to um, kind of snap you back into the rhythm? So five-second rule has been helping. Um, I don't necessarily count down five, four, three, two, one, but I'm kind of like, all right, Andrew, it's it's time. Like I'll have a task list and I'll look at it and be like, this is the one that's been sitting on the task list for about a week and you've been avoiding it. Why? Because it's scary. You don't know what to do. Okay, you don't have to attack the whole thing right now. What's the first step? And once I can 
you know, figure out what the first step is, I'll take that, and that'll start to give me that slow momentum back into where I need to be. Awesome, awesome. Now, Andrew, uh, before wrapping it up, I would like to ask, and this is really fitting for your habit, um, is there any books that you consistently recommend to people? Yes. Um, so right off the top of my head, uh, the book Three Feet from Gold, if you've, ever, if you've never read that, I would totally recommend it. It's by a guy named Greg Reed, um, R-E-I-D, I believe is his last name. Uh, yeah, Three Feet from Gold. It's like the modern day um, – oh, don't – come on. I'm blanking on this right now. Um, excuse me while I look at, on my, look at it on my laptop real quick. I'll tell you yeah. what. I've heard about the idea of Three Feet from Gold, but I didn't know there was an actually, actually a book on it, and I know it has to do with, you know, you're digging into your dreams and you, you consistently work on it for so long, and and – a lot of people quit right before they reach that point where they were about to achieve success. Is that right? Yeah, and that's so it's basically a modern day take on Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And um it's 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 definitely more relatable and easier to read. Like Think and Grow Rich is amazing, don't get me wrong. But uh Three Feet from Gold is like a modern day guy living in New York, kind of above his means, his relationship is on the rocks because he's been fooling himself like with his relationship and his work. And he kind of has, like, a, one of those, like, lucky accidents that he runs into this really successful guy who kind of helps him out. But it's kind of the same basis as Think and Grow Rich, but in the modern sense. So I totally recommend it because it's, it's definitely helpful to people that are on the fence about being an action taker about something, you know, have a great idea. But like we talked about earlier, are just scared to take the action. Um, so I highly recommend that all the time. I love that book. So I've read it four times. And I actually got to talk to Greg on FaceTime through a friend a couple years ago, and that was just really awesome. So. Wow, that's pretty cool. So that's a book that you could that you, you've recommended a lot. You've, and this is a book that you've actually reread multiple times. Cause that's that's the books that you know that are really yeah. helping you in your, with your Yeah, career. I've read that four times. Especially, it's, it's especially great when you're in that you're kind of in that mindset of like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. I need some motivation. I need some positivity. Like that one will, it, it, it'll show you because he starts down in the dumps and like he goes on the up and down journey. That It's not one of those like, if you just do this one thing, you'll be a millionaire. It's, it's, he shows you from start to finish like a real kind of journey with parables kind of stuff in there too. But it's great. Oh, that's you are now. How many years have you been um, practicing this kind of uh, self-employed or your actual uh, self-development? What, self-development, like where do you want to be in you know, your five-year plan? So wait, so tell me the question again. Sorry. Yeah, that was a little sloppy. My bad. It's a shot for getting to me. <laughs> no, you're good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, I was just asking. Um, first of all, how old are you right now? So I'm 27. Okay. Yeah, twenty nine. Shut up. <laughs> what are you about? Forty eight now. <laughs> so, uh, when did you start doing your self development and started actually um, getting on the path of self development? Uh, so I would say, I mean, I've always had an interest in it just because my parents, my parents, kind of made like a pact with themselves when they got married that like they wanted to make sure that they helped their kids 
be the best version of themselves that they can be. So they've read a lot of that stuff. And I probably I adopted it more when I went out on my own at 19 in L.A., um, but I probably have really gotten into it in the last five years, probably like, yeah, like 21, 22. I didn't go to college, so I have kind of that, like, you know, that, like, fake chip on your shoulder of, like, well, you know what, if I didn't go learn, I'm going to teach myself everything that I need to learn, you know? That's, yeah, that's exactly uh, exactly the same way I am right now. I, I like to see that as uh, how drama, you know who drama is uh, from um, um, oh, uh, Robin Dick. The short story long podcast, yeah. but he got famous for being a Robin Big and yeah. uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about young everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Entourage for a second, <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Drama. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just like his uh, his brand uh-huh. How I like to see that is uh, people that didn't take the traditional route, going to college and you know following some career path under somebody else and growing up in a you know, in like a chain instead of, mm-hmm. you know, it's just taking your own path and growing your own business. I, I think it's way more fulfilling, you know, but I, I have, there's no knock against anybody who's done it differently than me. Um, I just think for me, this was the best path. And I think it's going to be more rewarding to me. Now it's already very rewarding to me, but I think down the road, it'll be even more rewarding and I'll be excited. I'm already happy with like, I'm very content with the way I did it. I think initially when my friends were having a blast in college and I was in L.A. struggling to pay my rent, trying to figure it out and just not understanding what's going on in an adult world for a kid who's just becoming an adult, I think that kind of messed with me mentally a little bit. But now I'm very comfortable with my choice and very comfortable with where I'm going. Yeah, it's always a good feeling knowing that, well, at least when you feel like, hey, I am on the right path instead of the feeling of, you know, jealousy or anything like that right but um so andrew where can people find you so uh online um at class like we talked about at the start um k-l-a-z-z-a-c-t uh that's my instagram that's on twitter i'm not super active on twitter um you can fo- follow me on my facebook page uh it's facebook.com slash andrew klasnick so my full name that'll probably be on the podcast um and then, yeah, if you want to check out my book, All in Skin, uh, the link to, like, the website link on Instagram, I'm giving away the ebook for free. So I'd love for you to read it. All right, Shots listeners, thank you so much for listening. That was a fucking awesome uh, interview with Andrew, who we just interviewed while taking shots. That proves that it's possible. Uh, and you know what? He had some awesome knowledge bombs to drop about – an interesting habit, which is something I, I've never heard of before, mm-hmm. which is reading yeah. a self-help book before, I mean, when you, after you wake up in the morning. Actually, it was uh, drink the lemon water and then read the book until you drink your celery juice. You know what? Yeah, if you combine the whole thing, that's his, you know, his whole system in the morning, which is you know just great. I, I have been on and off with doing lemon water, um, you know, kind of on my way out the door. But, yeah, I do see the benefits of that. And, you know, I I do want to experiment with, you know, reading more self-help books. Like he recommends Three Feet of Gold and the book he's reading now of um, The Five-Second Rule. But, yeah, I can see the benefits of, you know, reading a self-help book like that in the morning because anytime you do anything that's inspirational or anything like that, it does set you up for an awesome day. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. And uh, if any of you guys out there, listeners, have um... – 
any eczema or psoriasis problems, I definitely recommend All in Skin as a great read. The ebook is free, uh, but I do recommend you go and buy the copy so you can support Mr. Andrew Klesnick. Yeah, exactly. And for our little plug here, you know, if you'd like to learn more about our business, which is Club Early Bird, and what we do is basically give you the ability to easily wake up early, which is our favorite habit. And what I've been kind of finding from a lot of uh, the people we've had on is they also try to wake up early. It's kind of a universal thing among everybody that's, you know, trying to be successful or is successful is they all know that they need the ability to wake up early. So, you know, if you if you struggle with waking up early, but you know you probably should or should wake up earlier, then head over to uh, clubearlybird.com. We're set to launch in about a month from now, and uh, we have an easy cheat code for you to be able to do that easily, waking up early. Definitely, definitely. Hey, and maybe uh, when Early Bird launches, we send Mr. Andrew Klasnick a free sample of that Early Bird. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He would be a definitely an awesome person to uh, you know see what he thinks about it. Yeah, for sure. But and any of um our listeners, uh, hey, if you've got a good habit that you know you're um practicing every day and that you're religiously you know committing to, go ahead and contact me at earlybirdadam uh, on Instagram or earlybirdadam at gmail dot com and let us know, man. We'll you know we would love to have you guys on. Because, you know, we support our supporters. So Exactly, yeah. If there's any listeners that, you know, feel like you have a habit that's really affected your life or really benefited you, absolutely hit us up. Just hit Adam up at that email address, earlybirdadam at gmail.com. And, yeah, we'll definitely be open to having you on. Or you can hit us up at um uh your fiance, Shelby. What's Shelby's? You know Shelby's? Uh, her Instagram. She's pretty much the one that um, – Sets up most of the interviews, and it's oh, it's like that, huh? Yes, yeah, uh, Shelby. Sure she does. I think it's Shelby Layla, S H E L B Y L A Y L A. She's also an awesome uh, Instagram follow as well because she posts a lot of cool content. She's also been on the podcast, and she's your fiance. Yeah, so there's two other reasons. <laughs> so you you might actually if I were so I did a kid a listener. Yeah, one other thing, don't do that. <laughs> one other thing is if uh, about to throw that really the best way we can you know explode the podcast and really grow the podcast is if you can you know if you're really awesome if you could screenshot the podcast and just share something on your Instagram just saying Hell hey go listen to the shots podcast and really you know people are going to find it easier if they type in secret habits of the successful podcast but yeah if you could do that just so we can get you know get more listeners so we could you know Keep this going because I think hey, it's really yeah. beneficial. For real, be 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 real about it. You know, we're just starting out and everything. So, as much support as we possibly can get. You know, you guys are listening to us. This is probably the longest outro ever in the world. Yeah, <laughs> talking just vibing right now. You know, this is yeah. the Shots Podcast where we take shots. And right about now, I don't know about you, yeah, Charles Allen, but I am feeling pretty fucking tipsy. Usually in the outro is when Adam's feeling uh, the happiest. Boom! I well, feel like. Thanks. Let's wrap it up here. (laughs) Remember, over the course of the week, to pay attention to your habits. Your habits are who you are. Jog daily, and you're a jogger. Write daily, and you're a writer. Wake up early every morning, and you, my friend, are an early bird. Until next podcast, peace out. Adios.